Welcome to Conversations with Mayu Lenz. That's me. I'm your host, a photographer obsessed with helping women lead unapologetically. On this show, you will hear not only from me, but from other amazing women who inspire me and are making a difference in the community. What does that mean, leading unapologetically? To me, it's leading from a place of authenticity without apologies. In other words, not seeking approval for being yourself, what you care for, and value. My goal with this podcast is to inspire and help women develop powerful confidence in themselves and recognize the value we bring to the community and the world as a whole. Whether you are a stay-at-home mom, entrepreneur, pursuing a career, or growing your business, we are here to build each other up. We are bilingual speakers and want to bring value to both the English and Spanish-speaking communities. Some shows will have a Spanish label when we have a Spanish-only speaking guest. Let's learn and grow together. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. My guest today is Regina Huber. She's the founder and CEO of Transform Your Performance where she drives transformational leadership and guides her coaching clients to increase their influence and impact as leaders. She's a multicultural and multilingual transformational leadership coach, an international inspirational speaker, and author of the book Speak Up, Stand Out, and Shine. Her top leadership trait is curiosity, and her big passions are humanizing inclusiveness, co-creation, and dance. Get a pen and paper because there is so much to learn today. We'll discuss the ins and outs of showing up with power and authenticity and offer listeners a special surprise at the end. Be sure to listen all the way through for the details. Hi, Regina. Welcome to the show. It's so good to have you here with us today. Let's tell all the people out there listening who you are and what are you up to these days? Well, thank you so much for having me on, Maggie. It's a delight to be here with you and everybody listening. I was really, really looking forward to this conversation after our first chat. Uh, so I'm really, really thrilled to be here. I'm Regina Huber, and I'm the CEO and founder of Transform Your Performance with the same website. I also have a second website, by the way, which is followregina.com. And it's more a place to connect. Uh, so there's, it's, At the end, I will uh, tell you a little bit more about what it is for, because I'm actually offering a free course on that website as well. Oh, awesome. I was, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I guess I'm starting at the beginning of my life, but I'm, I promise to keep it short. So I was born... <laughs> I was born on a farm in Germany in a tiny little village as the shyest kid in the village. But I've always had a lot of curiosity inside of myself. And um, in hindsight, I think it was that adventurous spirit and that curiosity that really pushed me out into the world. And that's how I have had the opportunity to gather some very eclectic experience on five continents, including management positions at a global consulting firm. And I also founded two businesses of my own in Argentina and Brazil before eventually uh, moving to New York and opening my current business in New York City, which is Transform Your Performance. And Transform Your Performance is a coaching, training, and speaking business. 
And as the CEO of Transform Your Performance, I am now a multicultural and multilingual, I should add, uh, transformational leadership coach and international inspirational speaker, as well as the author of the book, Speak Up, Stand Out and Shine, which you can find on Amazon. And I've also published a leadership related white paper, which is for, uh, available for free download on my website, transformyourperformance.com. And I've created my own signature framework, Powerful Leadership Transformation or PLT. And what's also interesting, I think, is from apart from nine years in, in Latin America and now about 12 years uh, in two parts in, in the US, in California and New York, um, and seven years in Spain, and of course, my younger years in Germany, I've also spent a lot of time on the African continent recently, so about six months in the last three years, and lots of online contact with uh, that continent as well. So this is it in a nutshell. I'm sure we're going to talk a little bit more about the powerful leadership transformation as we move along. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I love how you say that you were the shy little girl from a, a little farm. I consider myself an extrovert, but I think I have like that balance before, be, between introvert and extrovert. I just love when people say um, I'm an introvert. People that consider themselves shy, they just shine when they're talking. And, and it's like, are you sure you're shy? <laughs> yes, I am. Absolutely. So I was much shyer, of course, you know, than I am right now because this experience and, and, uh, after moving to all these different countries and continents by myself uh, and, 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 and really and traveling so much on my own, even also for vacations oftentimes, you know, you have to move through that shyness and you have to gather up that and, and, and dig up that courage. And I would say we find it in our hearts, right? Uh, to, right. to really take those steps. But I would also um, say, and after I've done some personality tests and all of that, you know, I've, I've really used a lot of those tools that we have available nowadays. I'm actually an ambivert. And uh, this is the in-between that you mentioned earlier. So I'm, I'm, I'm half this, half that. Right. And I, I feel like, for example, when I go to conferences, I, I very much need to have my alone me time in the evenings because I'm very happy socializing. It's a lot of fun or speaking in public and all of that. But once a certain time comes in the day, I need some time for myself to recharge. Right. Yes. Because um, I, I find that I draw energy by meeting people and talking to people and, and I just love it. But then after a while, I just need to go um, into meditation or like people see me, I'm so hyper and they're like, and you meditate? <laughs> but I find, you know, like when I discovered meditation, it was just like, I discovered so many things about myself. Um, and I just love it. And I just love that me time. Right. It gives us self-awareness, self-knowledge. Yes. We have to go inside to learn about ourselves for yes. sure. Yeah. Uh, so you were working in the corporate world. What inspired you to create your business? Well, you know, even before this business, I own two businesses already, one in hmm. Argentina, okay. one in Brazil. And, uh, the one in Argentina was going really well. They were different businesses, okay? But uh, they have still 
allowed me to acquire a lot of knowledge that is now relevant to my coaching. And uh, all this eclectic experience really flows into the current coaching business. Mm. And it helps me help others and especially also women through this experience. But what was really important, and I think that was a game changer, and it really was the, the pivotal point, was that about nine years ago, I moved to New York after a very painful experience with a fraudulent business partner in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Wow. Which eventually cost me my dream business there, right? And it also cost me a truckload of money. <laughs> and most importantly, Mikey, it cost me my self-esteem and my confidence. So I really had to rebuild all of that from scratch, not just a new business and a new location and a different language zone again, but really rebuild my confidence. So after this experience, I decided it was time to pack up again, also because my visa really was dependent on that business. I had an investor's visa, right? Mm. And they it was really, uh, really messed up with all the corrupt authorities and I I couldn't get it renewed and whatnot, but but I really felt like it was time to move again and start over in a different location. And I, I had always been thinking somehow in the back of my mind about New York. And when I <laughs> arrived in New York, that's when I started pondering really about what I could pull out of all this eclectic uh, multicultural experience and multilingual experience and how I could put it together into a meaningful new package and an impactful undertaking yes so and over time and this took some time because in the beginning i was still cleaning up the mess in brazil and going back and forth right but i i, I just really over time i figured that i could best help women in organizations so women employees although i've also worked with a lot of entrepreneurial women but it's 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 also because these women in organizations they often struggle with confidence and visibility when it comes to driving their careers and to advancing in a way that allows them to not only increase their income, but also their influence and impact. Because I think we have too few impact-driven people in high positions, right? So right. it's like a double, you know, one fly with two, or one bird, <laughs> you say in, in, in English, with, with one strike. In, in German, we say one fly, okay? So, <laughs> but, so this is why I really, I love to work with impact-driven women who see success, not just in terms of money, but also as a way to make a difference and live a more, uh, a more fulfilled life as well and a more purpose-driven life. And that's how I've uh, had the opportunity and I've been lucky really to help a lot of women advance in their careers faster and to do exactly that, really increase their income, influence and impact. Let's talk about your signature framework, PLT, Powerful Leadership Transformation. Is that how you built that framework? Yes, it came about over time, you know. Uh, I was figuring out, okay, what should be that system or framework that I want to use as a basis for my coaching? Although, you know, you, you cannot imagine coaching, one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching as going through individual you know items and predefined content no it's of right. course totally customized to the person specific needs but i i have somehow structured these tools so that i can also teach it in trainings of course and 
it was also a great way to gain clarity myself of what I wanted to focus on with, right. you know, the work I do. So the powerful leadership transformation, which is the name of my framework, is built on four main pillars. And uh, these are first a self-empowering mindset and heart set. Second, distinctive uniqueness. Third, body and energy conscious presence. Because I think we, we focus far too little on energy in business. We never talk about it, but it's mm. really key. And then fourth, and that's more a result of the other three really, is inspired and effective action. And what's important to realize also is that these four are great together and together with your specific competence, which is actually a part of your distinctive uniqueness of pillar number two, they can lead to greater success. But I had one piece that was still missing uh, here in, in this framework. And it was the verbal element, the verbal trust building element. And that's why I added on conversational intelligence uh, it's a different modality. It's not my IP. It's 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 it was created by Judith Blazer and uh, create her creating We Team, and this conversational intelligence or CIQ then brings in the verbal element, and it also provides us with highly effective tools for trust building and for successful negotiations and and team conversations and all of that. It's a truly magical combination now for me. This powerful leadership tra transformation framework. And CIQ. Wow, that's amazing. Love the combination with CIQ to your framework. How long does it take someone to go through this training? Do they get certified? Yeah, so I actually have a few people certified and one in the US and three in Africa. Uh, but the thing is, um, it's not so much about, okay, the you know, how long. It's really, right. uh, do you understand the principles of this? Right. So I, it could be a training where I uh, go through the basics of this in a day or in three hours even, or I we could do something more extensive where we go more into the, into the really heart of each of them. And I've done this before with, for example, just last year I, um, you know, it was my last uh, business trip really before we, we went in this whole uh, lockdown situation. I was in Rwanda for a month and in Uganda for a month. And I did some trainings in Uganda with leaders of the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. But also in Rwanda, I was working with a group of young uh, people who have a big, well, I, I say it's big because it's so important, right? They educate uh, young students, you know, um, in at school around uh, environment and, and, and what to do to protect the environment, basically. And we went into the, the uh, details of all of this during four, was it four days or five days? I can't remember right now, but I added on some other content as well. So we were probably focusing for three days on this powerful leadership transformation um, framework and, and during the rest we were also focusing on basics of public speaking and communication right. and all these other very important topics like networking and all of that mm -hmm. yeah because I, I feel like people uh, the first thing is like but how long is it going to take how long is it because it's like they want results like right now and yeah. I believe it's it's a process it will seem like it's a lot 
But yeah. if you take your time and you really understand where you where you want to go, it's it's really what you should focus on. And sometimes that's hard to just focus on one thing. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why I customize. So in coaching, you know, this I was talking about training right now. In my coaching programs, I like to work with uh, first-time clients for a minimum of three months because I know that we can accomplish something substantial in three months. Yes. Right. So if you have something very um, punctual to, to work on, like, oh, I just want to really prepare for for an upcoming job interview, we can do something shorter. Right. But if it's something, you know, where you really want to make a big step forward and, and drive your career and advance it, you know, three months is, is sort of the minimum. Uh, and some people sign on again for either the same or a shorter period of time. And some sign on immediately for six months. Right. I just talked uh, earlier today with a client who had worked with me for three months, uh, about two until two months ago and uh, and now she's ready to to do a follow-up program right mm. um, so because she's taking her next step up her next level you know it's, it never ends really our growth never ends uh, exactly. and uh, there's always more to do but of course I will always adapt it exactly and pick from the framework what's relevant to you at a given point in time Right. That's where um, goal setting, it's very important to know where you're going. Um, and it's like you said, it's an ongoing process. Talk to me a little bit about the body and energy conscious presence that you talked about earlier. How can this help us step into our power, not just in business, in life as well? Absolutely. It's It's for everything, really, as you're saying, Maggie. So as you know, our presence in our business presence or our leadership presence, whatever your word is, some say executive presence, depending on your situation, right? right. But all, all of this is about how others perceive us. And this has to do a lot with what we call charisma, mm. your visibility, your magnetism, or the lack thereof right? So our presence is, of course, about everything that people perceive about us, our appearance, our attire, outfit, style, and all of that. And you may also have heard that 55% of how others perceive us is about our body language. Mm. There, there's a, a lot of talk about body language. But when we talk about body language, most people think it's just gestures, movement, you know, uh, and, and, and posture. But we don't oftentimes consider the energy that flows into that body language and the energy that flows into our entire presence. So oftentimes when we talk about, oh, we have to make the first impression, uh, that famous seven second first impression, <laughs> right? We think, oh, we have to dress like this and we have to, you know, speak like this and we have to use these gestures that oftentimes are not authentic to us, right? Yes. <laughs> gestures, can't, body language. Oh my God. Yes. So can't, no, it's authentic. It has to be authentic. Yes, there are certain tips that, that, that you can follow, but it still has to be authentic. For example, one thing that I had to change in in-person speaking uh, while standing is to move a little bit less because I move too much. I'm a movement person. Oh I love that. So, you know, so I move too much. So I had to, I had to take that tip and, and calm down a little bit so that people would not be distracted by too much movement. So That's there right. are some things 
we have to consider, but, but it's really, it still has to be authentic. Mm -hmm. So what's really important if, if, um, uh, so it was really important in that, in that first impression is that, yes, we've heard so over and over again about the seven seconds, but not a lot of people have heard that it actually takes only 0.07 seconds for our brains to figure out whether we can trust someone and whether that's safe. Mm. And this is so fast, Mahi, because, and it happens automatically because it's a part of our survival mechanism. And that, therefore, it has to be fast. You know, when it's a matter of life or death, it has to be fast. Right. So the question then here is, what is it that determines whether someone's brain decides to trust you? Your brain, or their brain, I should say, their brain reacts to your energetic Energy. vibration, mm, yes. your vibrational frequency. So when you prepare energetically for your meetings, presentations, negotiations, uh, whatever that is, your job interview, that gives you an edge because not a lot of people do that. And it doesn't only make you feel more confident, which is already great because you know it gives you more confidence, right? right. It's, it's this internal thing, but your outer, your perceived presence is also enhanced now and you become more visible. And as I like to say, you're, you're more positively memorable. You know, you don't have to make such a big effort to be seen and heard. Right. So you become a magnet. Yeah, it's more magnetic in a way. Yeah. You know, of course, you have to do it in the right way. You don't want to come, you know, energy can also be loud when we are aggressive. Right. right. But if you prepare properly and say, OK, I'm really grounded, you know, and I, I use some exercises to access my inner power. And all of that, which I also share in my book, Speak Up, Stand Out and Shine, then you can, with some simple and fast techniques, you can change how you show up and how you feel about it. Because as you know, everything we are is energy. But I always wonder, you know, why do we not talk about energy in business or hardly hardly talk about it right? right it's oftentimes even ridiculed so I really right. wonder why that is it maybe because some people don't want us to know how powerful we really are <laughs> yeah and we are very powerful um, I find that people think that that's like things that should be reserved for yeah. religious and yoga and meditation and things like that. And has nothing to do with business, but it does have a lot to do with business. Absolutely. Yoga is great, by the way. So I, I do yoga more when it's, when it's colder usually in the year, <laughs> because I like to be outside on my bike a lot and you know, to just be outside, but I, but I love it. And, uh, and uh, I also do it more when the classes are actually on, you know, and all of that, but, 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 and I do a lot of like dancing. So I, I, I always want to move and, and yoga also gives me that, that, that balance on the other side, you know, yoga is very intense when you do it. Right. So it's very right. also muscular and all of that, but it's also very grounding and, it, and it's not just about the body. It's about everything. It's about body, mind, and spirit. I, I think right. dancing is also about everything, by the way, it's just <laughs> yes. different, right? <laughs> It's just different. And it, dancing also gives you that oxytocin, that bonding hormone. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> dancing is one of your passions and music and dancing is 
motivates me so much. So I'm curious to know, how does this influence your work? Well, see, dancing, uh, I didn't grow up with dance, right? So what's really important to know is that I'm not, definitely not, sometimes people think I'm, I was a professional dancer. I'm not at all, <laughs> right? I, I discovered dancing later in life, but I, I remember as a, as, a, as a little girl, I always liked watching any type of dance competitions you know or contests on 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 the on tv or or even also ice skating although i don't ice skate personally <laughs> it's too the, the ice is too hard i tried a few times <laughs> but uh but the thing is i learned so many precious lessons through dance dance has completely changed my body posture again that flows mm. into presence right nice. and also the other thing is that Dance um, has taught me so many business and leadership lessons, really, you know. So, for example, uh, team, uh, t uh, team trust, you know, how, how important is it to trust, to establish trust in a team? Mm -hmm. Well, if you're in a dance ensemble, for example, you sometimes have to... Uh, to rely on your ensemble of fellow uh, dancers to an extent that your life depends on it. Let's just think of aerial movements, for example, right? I mean, you really have to trust everybody you work with. So, uh, you know, how do you establish that trust? And, and the same is important in a team, in an organization, right? Uh, it's also taught me confidence. Like, mm. you know, how do you walk across the dance floor? I, I don't do only partner dancing, but I also do partner dancing. So how do I walk across the dance floor uh, to dance with the best dancer in the room and maybe receive a no when I ask him to dance with me, right? <laughs> oh my God. It's happened, right? So many times, but you know, over time, more times I, I was receiving a yes as I was getting better. And, and, you know, you have to dig that courage up to do these things. I have actually written an entire blog about the lessons that dance has taught me. Um, so you can read that up also on my website on the blog page, but it's, it's a huge, it's a huge long list, really. Oh, wow. I can't wait to, to read it. Definitely. I get inspired by music and dancing. And when I'm having uh, this mindset of like negative thoughts I put music and and it's funny because um if I'm sad and I just want to get rid of all my sadness I just put the the saddest music that it will get my tears out of my system and I'll just dance and this might sound crazy <laughs> but this is how my my mindset works and how I can turn on and off the switch is that I listen to the music and I just dance and I cry if I need to cry. And then I just switch it up and I put inspiring music because I need to get inspired. You know, this is so amazing that you're <laughs> saying this because I actually, you know, you've certainly heard about power posing, right? Amy Cuddy's power posing. Okay. Yeah. So it's a TED talk by Amy Cuddy um, and she talks about power posing. And I came up with the concept of power dancing. It's one of the tools also that I introduced in my book. And I was featured with uh, power dancing on Forbes by a Forbes oh, contributor wow. some years ago. <laughs> so just as a little side, you know, because it can really increase 
uh, that emotion and it can also bring us back into a more powerful state when we make big expansive movements. Amy Cuddy talks yes. about postures, holding that uh, posture for two minutes. I'm a movement person, so I just love the, the, the dancing and putting on a really empowering tool, like something energetic, because also dance is about energy, right? Mm -hmm. So it's also mm -hmm. what dance has taught me a lot about, of course, yes. What is your perception of beauty? What does this mean to you? Because you talked about perceptions, and I'm always interested in knowing how successful women, which I consider yourself a successful woman because you're putting yourself out there, that is a success for me. Just that one thing, to me, it's it's a big deal. And of course, you have a su successful business. Well, if we want to shine with our brilliance, or as I call it, with our distinctive uniqueness, yeah, that again comes a lot from our energy, from our spirit, and from our innermost essence. And this also has to do with our beauty. Yeah, it's, it's the way we represent this essence. Beauty mm -hmm. isn't just something external. Yeah, it's about for to me, it's how do we step into our unique power and purpose? Do we live passionately? This is what permeates through the image we project uh, this, this, this beauty that we emanate. Right. Beauty is never only about exterior exterior aspects you know you, you you can be all made up and expensively mm -hmm. dressed or you could have a model face and body but if your energy doesn't feel right if you're arrogant for example it doesn't work right. it doesn't come across as beauty to me yes our presence is also about our appearance right and about dressing for the occasion our unique style and all of that but it's never about perfectionism or about a specific beauty model that we have in mind or or something that is you know defined as oh this is the ideal beauty of our times right we are meant to be unique hence you know this pillar distinctive uniqueness and we are meant to be a unique expression of this uniqueness yeah so if you think you're too short too old to this or that that's a lie Mm. It's easy always, I found this, you know, I've, I've said this over and over, it's easy to find an excuse for not feeling great, for not being confident or for not taking action, because we think we're not this enough or not that enough or too much this or too much that, you know, because beauty is subjective anyway. Yeah. But again, true beauty for me is coming through the light someone shines into the world. Beauty is never arrogant because arrogance is a sign of insecurity and true beauty is an expression of shining brightly with humility and not arrogance, if that makes sense. Oh my goodness. Yes. You can drop the mic now. <laughs> I love the energy that you put into this answer. My goodness. <laughs> yes. Yes. And the Thank problem you. is that when we look into, um, that perfectionist thing that does not exist. And, and that's when a lot of women have the problem with um, anorexia because they're trying to go after an image that does not exist. Yeah. And, you know, it's <laughs> if they look at other cultures, 
you know, it would be something completely different. Yes. Right. Yes. Because in some cultures, being super thin is actually not the ideal at all. And again, right. that, you know, why do we even have to have those ideals? Why don't we exactly. just look more at what's healthy for us? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Um, I love it. Being unapologetically you to me means being true to who you are and why you believe in. In other words, staying true to your core values, right? Um, is there something that you right now as a business, as a successful coach, are you going to stop apologizing or something that you stopped apologizing for that it took you to the next level in your career, in your business? Yeah, I think there are two things that come to mind and they really also have more to do with uh, what partly with confidence, but also uh, with quality of life. Mm. And the first one is I have an accent, of course, you know, we both have an accent, right? A yes. lot of people have an accent, but that's also because we don't only speak one language, right? In fact, you know, <laughs> uh, I know you speak a few, I speak four languages fluently, and I also speak French, and a tiny little bit of Italian. So that makes it five and a half. So there's <laughs> no reason to apologize for having an accent. Plus, I also speak yes. Latin, but I don't speak that. Okay. <laughs> There's no reason to apologize for having an accent in English. And as long as people understand what I'm saying, I'm all right, right? And if, if they didn't, then we wouldn't be talking here on this podcast in English together, yes. right? <laughs> so that's one thing. And the other thing I stopped apologizing for is to get breaks. You know, some people brag about working 16 hours a day. Well, that's, you know, if that's what makes them happy, Right. be my guest right i love my work but i also love dancing bike riding being in nature seeing friends and all of these things and family and and i, I really want to have time for that and it's part of my life and as much as i love my work to be part of my life as well so i never talk about work-life balance because everything is part of my life that term does make sense to me but uh you know it the priorities shift uh, over time. And I really don't apologize for taking breaks anymore. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that. Yes. And like you said, the work life balance, you know, like that doesn't sit well with me either. Because it's like, it, it's like you're putting yourself in a box. Yeah, there's never a real balance there's never like the the perfect balance between right. the two plus I, I think there is as I said you know work is part of life so why would I exclude it from life right so the, the whole term doesn't make sense to me but also then even if you use a term you know it's never about balance it's about priorities because priorities right. change over time at some point your family is more important at some point you know work has to take priority for for a certain amount of time right and and that doesn't mean that your family is no longer important that's not what it means it's just like yeah right now I'm going to focus on this and the next moment, I'm going to focus on that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not balance is priorities. Yes. In I my love. understanding, it's like that. <laughs> yes. And, and it's, it's like I said, just like with beauty, like we have different perceptions and um, we view life in different ways. And that's what makes us unique. Absolutely. And, yes. And I love it. Regina, 
Thank you so much for such a wonderful conversation. Where can people find more about you and your work? Where can people find you? Where are you more active? Okay, so of course, there are my two websites, transformyourperformance.com. That website is a really complete website with a lot of information. If you go to the bio page, you also find other podcasts, you find interviews where I share different stories uh, than what we talked about today and uh, lots of articles, whether they are by me or about me. There's also a blog page where I shared some articles. And then I started writing also now on Medium. So that's a bit newer. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you know, and then there's a lot of information there, both about training, speaking and coaching. And then I mentioned earlier, I also have a connection website now, where, which is called followregina.com and where you can sign up for a free career accelerator mini course, or if you prefer just for my um, updates and for my mailing list so that you can receive more tips and, and materials in your, in your inbox. I'm on LinkedIn. That is my main social media mm. platform as Regina Huber. I'm also on YouTube uh, with free videos, free materials, Regina Huber. So you find a lot of um, different types of videos, really, because I've, mm. I'm going into different contexts here and contents. And then, of course, my book um, is on Amazon and it's called Speak Up, Stand Out and Shine. Awesome. I can wait to have that book. <laughs> yeah, let me know what you think and how it's yes changed. i will for sure um thank you so much and you have a wonderful day well thank you mikey for having me this has been a, a lovely conversation you're a wonderful host oh thank you thank you so much for listening today if you found this episode helpful please share it with your friends and family and consider giving us a review on apple Podcasts or tell us what you think on social media on instagram and twitter at mayi lens and on facebook page conversations with mayi lens i'm so grateful to be on this journey with you until next time talk to you soon